All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Hello, all you unexplained ones out there. If you are watching us live, you just got to see the joy that is Smitty re-rolling his towel to put it behind his head. <laughs> In the recliner, taking things seriously. But far more importantly, we have a special guest, military consultant, Mr. J with us tonight. I actually am not sure that I was supposed to reveal who you are, but there it is, live for the world. <laughs> live for the world. He's here to help us talk about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, maybe something that I know nothing about, even though I grew up with it, that I paid no attention to, even though it was in my backyard. We are talking about the Air Force, along with Northrop Grumman, unveiling the B-21 Raider. Do we have a sound effect for that? We should. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, this is a really, really important revelation for our military, for the future of warfare. But more importantly, it was unveiled in Palmdale, California. Palmdale, come back to me. I need you and I love you, baby. Palmdale. Because we got a UFO. You guys think I'm making that up, but that is from Afro Man, who also lived in Palmdale. And Palmdale is where I grew up. I lost my job today. <laughs> because I got hot. Should I sing the Tupelo song? Tupelo. I was gonna go to work today. <laughs> yeah. No, it is about me and my town tonight. Okay? It's all about my town. In all honesty, I did grow up in Palmdale, California, and also known as the Antelope Valley, or some people grew up in Lancaster or Quartzill or what have you. But the entire town was created for aerospace. So out there, you had Boeing, you had Northrop, you had Lockheed Martin, there's Edwards Air Force Base. Everywhere you go, you just see these giant hangars where military aircraft are being built. And um, I wish that I had super insider information about the B-21, but everybody that works on these projects are sworn to secrecy and they take that very seriously. I've reached out to every single person that I know who has worked at Northrop, and it's a lot of people. And I got the same or close to the same response from everyone, which was, why don't you check out Northrop's website? Or, oh, I didn't work on that project. <laughs> or, I have nothing else to add. What project? Yeah, what project? I'm not sure I know what you're speaking of. So some of that I think, sir, will say for closed session. Truly, people just 
don't talk about what they do because they are not allowed to. Um, additionally, everything is very compartmentalized when these types of crafts are built. Certain people are hired to order the parts. Certain people are hired to work on the tech. Certain people are hired to work on the painting of the aircraft. They all have very different parts and don't totally know what it is that they are creating. So since I have nothing else to add, I'm going to moderate this tonight. <laughs> so let's get just some initial thoughts on what you guys thought when you first saw this image of the B-21 radar. Well, that's a good question. Just to clarify, we're talking about Northrop Grumman producing this new craft for the Air Force, right? And I've got another image of it here. I mean, I did say exactly that, but go ahead and pretend like I didn't. <laughs> Right, and look at there. We have another image here. We actually don't know exactly what this thing's going to look like, but it kind of has a, you know, bat plane slash UFO look to it, perhaps. And, you know, my initial thought was they had this unveiling, and I wish I knew who all was there, who all was at that unveiling. Well, they showed a video clip. It was a bunch of middle-aged white men. What? Really? Hmm. You didn't see it. <laughs> it's like they panned all of the people that were there that stood up and clapped afterwards. It was like all middle-aged white men. Every single one of them. I know there were some women that worked on that. They weren't invited. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were the ones directing the men. Yeah, they really are. I mean, there are some really high-level, powerful women working for Northrop Grumman. I know that for a fact. Well, the other thing I thought, CJ, this is actually the second time in less than a month that the Air Force and something secretive has been in the news. And so I couldn't help but remember, and we I would be remiss if I didn't bring up no headline, November 20th, 2022. So less than a month ago, a job with between the Las Vegas FBI and the Air Force OSI, the Office of Special Investigations, raided all the properties of the operator of the dreamland resort website mind you what how did you not tell me that i'm the one that told you about the dreamland resort website well there you go so yeah <laughs> less than a month ago what in coordination between the fbi and the air force osi office of special investigations the operator he's been operating this website since i think 1999 he just you know he posts satellite public access satellite photos and drone images and things like that about area 51 it's called the dreamland resort website they raided all of his properties confiscated everything he's got he said at least 20 of them busted in and you know full-blown battalion gear you know basically knocking his doors down seizing his laptops all they would tell him is it has to do with the website Made his girlfriend go outside in her underwear. Made him go outside in the cold in just sweatpants and a t-shirt, he said. And he said this was their message to silence, folks. And now here we have the Air Force. Oh, shiny new toy, but we're not really going to show you what it's about, what it looks like, anything. I thought they did show us what it looked like. They brought the whole plane out. No, I think they only showed the people in attendance what it could look like, but that they actually had a cell phone ban, for example. If it was news media with cameras, for example, they weren't allowed to use the cameras. 
So I think, yes, people saw something. From my understanding, it was just a prototype. It was one of the last prototypes of the official plane. Oh, okay. Yes. I was confused by that then. Yes, supposedly a prototype, and there's been a lot of chatter about that too, right? Like, are we really to believe that this is a prototype, that this this vehicle has had no test flights, nothing? No, no. No. I don't think we are to believe that. Um, yeah, I, w- I guess I was confused about that. I thought that we were looking at the actual plane. Because that, it was my understanding that there were 100 built already. There was 100 ordered. Okay. Uh, the official prototype and all the technology hasn't actually been 100% assembled. Or I'm sure that they've got it actually active, but... Um, some of the, the the technology that's in these planes, we'll, we'll probably never know exactly. Like, for instance, um, you know how they show you like it's a black colored of the of uh, the the plane that you have uh, up front right now on the picture. Well, the the actual plane itself, from what I hear, is going to be a ghost colored gray, and that's because. Uh, it, it less interference um, with the radar. Um, it blends in with the sky and and uh, from the satellites down. It it's all out camouflage, I guess you could say. And there's a few other things that um, even as far as the the it's a smaller intake with the um, uh, of the engines. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that is going on that you're not going to see on you know right well one so let's talk about one of the features of this particular plane is that it's going to have the capabilities to be manned or unmanned which to me seems like okay to have this type of bomber that's capable of dropping nuclear bombs that's unmanned what exactly does that mean in terms of its capabilities? Like, what are your initial thoughts when you hear we've got this unmanned plane? Well, I think it matches up with what we've been hearing all along, you know, with these drone reports. You know, they say that our drone technology is beyond belief, right? And of course, we have what I consider disinformation coming out now about the Navy's UFO sightings saying that it's mostly space junk, Chinese drones, etc. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. J, but is, and by the way, this this aircraft, the B-21 Raider, is supposed to be smaller yeah. than its predecessors. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. J, but an unmanned craft like this, is that is that not a a drone is that not the definition of a drone well yes yes you're you're very much right about that um but i and we talked about this a little bit earlier um i believe some of the the reason why they have it as an undrone or as a an unmanned vehicle is that way they can fly faster and stealthier because you can only go so fast with a man inside of a plane before you know right. the eye stock of so they black out blowing the yeah and 
secondly, so puts too many G's on them. Yeah, and, and secondly, is if you're gonna go and do a, um, I don't know, uh, say if you go over China or something like that, you know, I don't want one of my pilots going over a, a hostile area like that to shoot a couple of missiles, knowing that he's gonna get shot down. Then you might have a John McCain situation. I do think, though, that these planes can fire their missiles from a thousand miles away. So you don't really have to put anybody in, in those territories when they're firing from that far. But I do think my initial thought is that the unmanned part is so that they can go faster and turn faster and do things that you couldn't do with a human being in there. Yep. Yep. Well, I, I agree with Jay. I think, too, part of it has to do with the the you know, the liability of having your pilot shot down, then you get in a situation like John McCain was in there in Vietnam mm. when they shot down and then tortured heavily. I, well, yes. However, I guarantee you, they care a whole lot more about that airplane than they do about the person inside of it. And that yeah. is because of the technology. They don't want that technology going into anybody else's hands. And because of the cost <laughs> because each one of these suckers costs a whole lot of money to make and I don't think they're even being upfront about the cost but do you guys have an information about that they said it was at uh, roughly about 747 million dollars for one plane and I did some research the B2 bomber was in 1990 was 600 million dollars so if you figured i'm i'm thinking they're billion dollar aircrafts 1.5 billion dollar aircrafts easy per plane so yeah but you know we're also talking about a top secret budget here right no one yeah. even knows what the budget is it's almost like what is the point of projecting a cost anyway a fake number <laughs> right yeah right a cost implies that that's what something you know would have been if you had to purchase said items right so i'm not sure exactly yeah. what this projected cost even means when we're talking about essentially an infinitely funded program they've i'm pretty sure they just have what they want whenever yeah, they want it. i agree with that quite likely yeah i mean we've spared no expense for sure wasn't it in Iraq when we were shooting off Patriot missiles? They cost a quarter of a million dollars. Mm. It was somewhere around there, wasn't it, Jay? I believe so, yeah. I think. So you're talking about spending a quarter of a million dollars on something that's going to explode, and then you're shooting them like bottle rockets. So <laughs> there's no telling how many millions of dollars were being exploded every day. So this this really doesn't seem feasible only build this for 747 million dollars mm. and it'd be the best technology we have it doesn't okay. make much sense so what do we know about the technology well i know it uh from from very little from what i can understand is that it can do a whole hell of a lot and um i, yeah. I forget some of the the terms that they were using but it had something to do with the data cloud and pretty much just synchronizing with every like synchronizing with satellites uh yes ma'am oh yeah they say it's going to be reliant on 
artificial intelligence, you know, computer networking, data fusion, um, extremely low visibility. They said that maybe you could hear it, maybe. Yeah. But you probably would never see it, right? Now, that makes me think, think of two things. First of all, our Navy has had confirmed sightings mm-hmm. with unexplained aerial phenomenon. Well, that doesn't... So what, what are they seeing? You know, if this if this new B-21 cannot basically be seen, what are they seeing? And then I want to give a recommendation here. I just rented a documentary on Amazon. It's called A Terror in the Sky. It's brand new. And basically, it's a group of military personnel and scientists and they've gone to Catalina Island off the coast of California where many of these UAP encounters were had by the Navy and they rented a couple houses and they set up military grade and and top level grade equipment on the roofs of a couple of houses right and Avi Loeb who was recently on with CJ and myself he would be very proud of them because this was totally data driven and sure enough they captured film and data of unexplainable area of aerial phenomena. Well, and so again, I wonder, what exactly are they capturing? You know, at first I thought, well, how many of these UFO sightings is something like the B-21 responsible for, the test of it? Yeah. But then again, well, what are these things being captured on camera, actually, when we're led to believe that, well, the B-21, you're not going to be able to see it on camera. It's it's too high tech, right? So what exactly are we collecting data of? A tear in the sky. You can rent it on Amazon. I mean, and Mr. J had his own UFO encounter. By the way, the, the B-21 is supposed to be able to completely disrupt, supposedly, mm-hmm. all technology, perhaps, on the ground. And Mr. J, I know you told me it reminded you kind of perhaps what happened in your own UAP encounter uh yes sir yes sir it did um uh, I mean just the way how quiet it went over top of my house and and you know here we tried to record it on our phones and iPads and stuff and it wouldn't record and then uh the direct TV went out I remember the the, the Wi-Fi had gone out um you know it didn't just happen once or twice it happened three times and just, I mean, it was just a slow, slow, really quiet. I could hear crickets. Wow. Yeah, they definitely have the ability to jam technology. That's for sure. Oh, Mr. J, I think we lost your sound for a second there. Mr. J, you still there? I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm here. My Wi-Fi is not the best. They're out there again. <laughs> Jamming you yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I blame AT&T. <laughs> yeah, it could be. You should actually go look outside right now. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You might should blame you might should blame ET instead of AT and (laughs) T. How do you think ET's phoning home? He's got he's probably inside Big Hole Road over here, and that's right. Using this top secret AT&T facility to phone home, so. But I tell you, you know, Smitty and I did a very popular episode one night on quantum computing. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
I'm laughing because well, CJ was there, I think. I don't remember, but... Yeah, I was there. It was the longest night of my life. Yeah. But the bottom line <laughs> is, here we go. You know, they're telling us that this... Here we have a new B-21 Raider supposedly utilizing artificial intelligence, quantum computing. What's going on? I mean, I, I think anybody's guess. Well, there's two things. One, you know, uh, I had a friend whose uncle worked for the CIA. Of course, he couldn't say much about anything, but he did say this, and this goes to them saying this is new technology. Well, this might have existed for a long time because he did tell her, he said, there are things that we have now that are new that we've had for years, and there are things that we've developed that we will not release to the public. Mm-hmm. for years to come because a lot of people can't handle those yeah. things and uh you know it's just like this information about uaps they're just now releasing a lot of stuff the military's had these things for years and years and years uh, a lot of the sightings and encounters and those types of things um and two when i think of artificial intelligence I often them. <laughs> Because his intelligence is artificial. <laughs> but anyway, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> but I, I'm being yeah. honest about that story. Yeah, it makes me think of a few things back to the quantum computing real quick, and I'll move on from that. You know, they they said that the artificial intelligence, the quantum computers, were basically simulating doomsday scenarios, right? And and what would happen and what could be done about them. It also makes me think of this movie. I think it was in the 80s where a boy discovers some he somehow hacks into what he thinks is a computer game. Do y'all remember that? War games. And next thing you know, he's almost accident. Yes, he's accidentally launching nuclear missiles. Oh gosh. <laughs> Yikes. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts at Bigfoot UFO. If you can't get enough of us, please check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats. Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.